Want to know what the hot new trends in marketing are? Don't rely on the opinion of one person. Go ahead and ask a lot of people and then combine their answers into one great informative article. That's what my guests Megan Martin and Melanie Allen did, and we're going to talk about some of the top trends for 2020. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today... I am so excited. I get to talk to Melanie Allen and Megan Martin. And these two amazing women are the co-founders of Green Loop Marketing. It is a full-service boutique agency, and they really have a unique approach that combines both solid social media skills with great content, strong overall strategy, and I got to tell you, great personality. Ladies, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having us. I am so excited. You guys did something recently that I thought was a lot of fun. Maybe I thought it was more fun because you invited me to play along. But you reached out to a number of people and asked them about marketing trends for 2020. And I loved all the different perspectives in that blog post. And that's really what I want to talk about today. Yeah, that sounds great. We love doing this. We This is the second year in the row that we've done this blog post. And it really gives us, it's just a fun opportunity to reach out to people in our network and find out you know, what they think is coming up in marketing. Uh, as I'm sure you found out, if you're not constantly learning, uh, you're falling behind. Marketing is moving so fast anymore. So it's really fun. And then it gives us a chance to provide some really great value to our audience as well. As I was reading the comments of, of the other people that were included in this article, there were things that I was like, wow, I never thought about that. So I really found the nine trends that people were talking about valuable for everybody from beginners to really very advanced pros. So as you were doing this, maybe pick one trend. What was something that, that someone said that really surprised you or that you thought was just dead on? I don't know that there was a ton of things that surprised us, but one thing that we really agreed with, and this was a theme that came up in a couple of the uh, contributions that we received, was this theme of intentionality in marketing and providing value in your marketing content. How do you think that plays out? Because I, I agree with you, having kind of an intention and a reason, it's not about quantity, it is about quality. But how do you think that that is going to play out over the next year. Where are you going to see examples of that? So I think one really good example, Jeremy Miller from the Started Up Foundation, he really focused on this a lot. And he specifically was talking about social media. I think intentionality and, and value can relate to any marketing, but he was talking about social media and how sometimes businesses have a tendency to just jump right into the tactics of social media. Um, just make a post because your content calendar tells you to. And so you snap a picture and write a caption and you're done with it. But he's predicting that we really all need to focus more on our overall business objectives um, instead of, you know, getting swept away by just focusing on the tactics. Uh, Focus on posts that are going to make a difference for the business um, and will really uh, create raving fans for your business with using intentionality. You know, some of that comes with 
again, when you step back, maybe looking at building a story that maybe is told over several posts, which is kind of what this blog post really allows you to do because you've got nine great pieces of information that are related and build on each other, but are also stand alone and can be just great and interesting pieces as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing that we really like to focus on with our Greenloop clients is working with them to develop content pillars. So having these content pillars guide their marketing output, whether it's you know content, email, or social media, it really allows them to better be intentional as they are working to put out marketing every day. So we really want to help our clients, you know, avoid even the the thought of feeling like, oh, we, we have to push something out today. We have to do it right away um, without that thought behind it. So we use content pillars as our guide there. And it's been a really nice experience for Greenloop personally and all of the folks that we work with on a regular basis. We do something very similar where you have these kind of main talking points and you want to make sure that everything you're putting out there connects to at least one of those themes or one of those pillars. Is that kind of how you use that phrase? Yeah, that sounds exactly the same. Um, we really think of it, well, Content Pillars gives us opportunity to make sure that one, we're planning ahead. So second, mm -hmm. that a company has four content pillars. We can make sure that they at least have, you know, blog posts or emails, social media posts that line up with all those content pillars over the course of a month. But then also it gives you the opportunity if, you know, someone, one of the people comes into the office and says, oh, you know, I brought donuts today. Let's put a picture on social media. We can run it through that lens of, well, okay, does it fit in one of the content pillars? Maybe it does, but maybe it doesn't. And that way it gives you a good excuse and a good thing to point back to um, if you need to say no to something. Absolutely. And that goes right back to being intentional, to looking ahead, to having paths that you say you're going to go down and, and some that you don't. Okay, let's jump off of the intentionality for a moment. Was there another theme that you really think is important to focus on? Well, you thought they're all important, but is there a theme that you really felt that was cool or that was a little different, or maybe I didn't think about that as much? Yeah, absolutely. So we had chatted with Lindsay Chepkema, who's the CEO of Casted, which is a B2B podcasting platform out of High Alpha. Um, and Lindsay's focus for uh, 2020 is around conversational content. So really, you know, humanizing brands and humanizing leaders and influencers in the business world and making them seem approachable in addition to being a thought leader. So we really liked what she had to say about, you know, just a genuine and approachable way to engage subject matter experts, especially around podcasting, but you can apply that to all areas of content marketing. One of the guys here used to work for a newspaper and Sam is a great interviewer. So he can get on the phone with somebody and he can just ask the right questions and really build a conversation that becomes written content. I'm not a writer. Yes, I write for a living, but my natural is what we're doing right now, having a voice conversation. And so being able to have both of those in the marketing mix, but always focused on the conversation. That's a, that's a great tip. And really, I think it's much more interesting to read conversations or listen to conversations than very fact-heavy posts. 
Yeah, absolutely. And this podcast that we're on right now, you know, more than a few words is a perfect example of how conversational content can perform really well and how it's also really cool and fun to create this type of content. You know, with the technology, it's really easy. And, and I've had a couple of conversations with the folks at Casted, and I love what they're doing to help promote and help podcasters reach a wider audience because I think there's a lot of great conversations going on and podcasting gives you an opportunity to drop in on all of them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, our the third theme we'd love to talk about today is, you know, kind of turning, turning it around and asking you a question and asking you to talk a little bit about your prediction. Okay, well, my prediction, what I had really focused on was this idea of personalization. And it's funny because we've been talking about it for 10 years. So you're like, well, Lorraine, why is that a 2020 prediction? I think it has a lot more to do with two things. Number one, the technology is there. It is so much easier, whether you're sending email or social content to create or text messages to create much more personalized messaging. And the good news is you can create these very personalized messages. The challenge I think for marketers is that you have to work harder. You can't just have one email list with 10,000 people and expect that that's gonna work. You have to be able to divide your list into smaller groups and identify people who are interested in like you said, your content pillars. So having an email segment of people who have put their hand up and have kind of expressed interest about one of your pillars, making sure that they get more content that's of interest to them. Also being able to use you know, variable data and something as stupid as putting somebody's name in the subject line, letting them know that that email was really written for them. It is so much more effective. Right. And then the other thing, and this was, uh, we did an interview with someone who had done a lot of research with Gen Z. And the fact that this is a group of consumers who've grown up with technology, they're not afraid of it, but they also have the right amount of skepticism. And they're not just going to give you their email address unless you can promise them, but by giving you your, their information, you will deliver a higher level of service or content. So if I give you my name and I give you a little information about me in exchange, you're not just going to slop out the same information you're given to everybody, but you're really giving me something unique. That is incredibly valuable. Yeah, we agree. We love it. Email marketing segmentation is something that is really a priority for us. And it has been for a long time. And we've, you know, tested dozens and hundreds of email campaigns at this point. Um, and seeing that personalization and that customized content really does perform so well compared to just general content. Absolutely. And, you know, being able to use tools... Um, click segmentation tools where, oh, you clicked on this button, so you must be interested in this. And so only showing that second piece of content to people that are interested, I think really helps you build some loyalty. Oh my God, we have burned through the 10 minutes. How did that happen? <laughs> 
I don't know, but I was so enjoying the conversation and I looked up and I went, wow. So here's what I am going to suggest to everybody who is listening. If you found the conversation about these three marketing trends to be interesting, you need to go and read the other six. There will be a link in the show notes, but go to Green Loop Marketing and marketing is spelled mktg.com. So it's abbreviated greenloopmarketing.com and look for the nine trends for 2020. Read other stuff because they produce great content. Ladies, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lorraine. Yeah, this is always so much fun. Thanks for having us. Oh, my pleasure. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find more resources for your small business, be sure to check out the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com. Look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to two, they're short. And come back next week. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.